0: Ah, new new screen, who dis
1: I'm 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 here, I'm in the host seat for a reason. Hi, welcome to the Immaterial Gamers podcast. It's it's your Boy Ryan and I am joined by Hello Ryan. Oh uh, yep, it's it's Darius. Hello Darius.
2: Hello everyone.
1: Hello, welcome, and what the heck has happened to your screen? Um, just, just, just vamp for a second, Darius, while I do some magical. Oh yeah, it's probably because you've sat forward, not sat, not sat down. There you go. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm on the hosting duties uh, this this week, and uh, like I said, I've got Darius with me because um, we had some uh, unfortunate news twenty four hours before the before the podcast your usual host Terry is unfortunately not here due to due to bereavement so we and immaterial gamers wish him the best and we just hope you know, that everything will be okay and uh we'll keep an eye on him don't you worry because that's what that's what we do with friends and all that so uh so with that Darius, don't 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 keep too much of an eye on him. Man, that that'd be that'd be that'd be weird. That'd be sure. I've got two eyes. You have got two eyes. All oh, right. Okay. Well, he'll, I think mean, you know he'll appreciate the fact that you'd be keeping two eyes on him. That'll 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 be that'll be fair. So um yeah. So with with that, I'm um I'm 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 a little bit more unprepared than usual. Even even with a bit of notice, that would be that we'd be taking over. Um, this week I haven't found any news, but we'll we'll get to we'll get to news. There is something um regarding NFTs, so um you'll expect a good old laugh from me, and um you know we'll be able to we'll be able to do that. Um, but Darius, how how's it going, mate? Um, you've not been on for a, for a couple of weeks, so um I'll just I'll just for leave months. you to it for a second. how's, how's things? Yeah, months is it months? When was the last time you maybe were on?
2: even? Don't know. I don't keep a track of it, so.
1: Ah yeah. Oh, you don't keep a track of it. I don't keep a track yeah. of it. I think to be honest, I think the last time you were on was the last time I was hosting or something like that. So, uh, you know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. God, it actually was it. Was it, it No, it can't have been when we were talking D&D. It can't have been. Cuz that that would make it about yeah, that would make it about 2 months ago.
2: I think so That was something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> Right now I don't, I don't
2: recall, I don't I don't recording by being after that.
1: Uh well, well,
2: hey, we can talk about a little bit of D&D today as well, so. You well,
1: can you know. we can talk. Yeah, we can talk about a little bit about D&D. Um in fact, actually, why don't you just have a, a little talk about it now? You might as well. I know we you know we don't usually do, we don't usually do what's been played and stuff like that, but now I'll let you. I'll let you do the announcement while I just drink from this comically large bottle of Pepsi. Other soft drinks. Over. So
2: as long as I talk, you have to. T- you have to drink. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are preparing d and D session, basically a full campaign with me as a game master, uh, for which I um, still not fully. It's all right. You don't have to keep drinking because I cannot <laughs>
1: Honestly, I was just getting to the point. I was just like, "Ah, oh, yeah, there we go." I got the first big, first got the first big chugs out of the way, and then it was just like, "Oh no, the bubbles!" I was like, "So yeah." So you um, talked about the D and D campaign that you've you started setting up?
2: Yes, uh, we. Well, I'm planning to planning the full campaign for dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. um, however, uh, with a little bit of my own personal twist. Um, yes and a few things which i've seen online which might work with us as well yeah. so as because i'm not really high level dungeon master mm-hmm. let's call it um i trying to put some boundaries or restrictions to people what they can do, what they cannot do, at least for the beginning, so that they do not break the whole um, scenario, which I do have prepared. And also, it will be a little bit different. Each of the player will have his own
0: secret so that nobody else can know about it. Mm-hmm. And as my, and as the my story,
1: will, what my character does in the local taverns will be kept. And as the, the story
2: and as the story will progress, certain events will try to reveal those secrets. Mm. And it will be your job to keep them secret, to lie to your party members. Fair enough. Fair
1: enough. I I can easily I can easily do that.
2: Uh, so, uh, we are right now in the process of creating characters. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm trying to like, get people to send me who they want to be, uh, basic characteristics, then we can, we are meeting up in the tabletop simulator, discussing some few things one-on-one, right in in secret, get the roles, get everything else and then i'm gonna provide a link to our character sheets wherever where everything will be stored so everyone can easily keep a track of everything i found this very good um, excel file i don't remember the uh who designed it but really great job i'm really happy i found it
1: mm.
2: and we can use it
1: oh well, we can credit uh, it once once you
2: know oh definitely we will it. uh because it for us, it will be really helpful to, like, everyone can keep seeing their own page and I can, in the same time, in real time, I can jump from one player to another to make sure uh, everything is as it should be.
1: Okay. Cool. That'd be great, because I've been really looking, it's been, you know, it's been a long time since I've been able um since I've been able to to to, to actually roll characters in my D and D player's handbook. And uh, oh. oh shit, this isn't the player's handbook, is it?
0: Uh, no, this is a cookbook.
1: Ah. Yeah, I was wondering why Yeah. I was wondering why my book was telling me to roll characters and discussing dietary notes. Anyway, um <clears throat> sorry, that was that was that was one Bad. What well, was one awful improvised joke that I did there? But um, know, yeah, we'll we'll do it. And um, by the way, just before we before we continue as well, um, rain rains an ass in his in his own head. We 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 discussed the reason why 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 Terry's not here. But let's let's get make it clear the bereavement also affects another immaterial gamer in the uh, in the form of Duncan. So apologies about that. I'll just get that out of the way as well. And cover that, and we wish them both well so now 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 that i feel feel foolish there's there's not so d and d I'm really looking forward to that. I'm gonna actually have to look look through 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 your notes and, and what I can roll and stuff like that, and I will sort of get back to you as as, as ASap with that um there a bit. there is
2: there is no rush. There is no yet set time when mm-hmm. we want to start. Yeah, and also it's... we need to like schedule on um, one certain day during the week when we want to participate in the story.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need and, to. Uh, need to so sort of get yeah get that organized see what what will actually work what will be either the best day or the least problematic day uh that's exactly, that's the yes. that's the that's the immaterial gamers staple these days isn't it well what, what day is everyone available okay let me ask again what day is everyone least uh, you know least likely to be not available <laughs> um so yeah we'll go into that but um darius what you you've been joining us recently in in um, in some in some that... gameplay that's not that's not D and D related. Yeah, um, no there's, no, there's, i mean, you know, like you've you been joining us in something that is L O L related. That's what's what's been going yeah,
2: on? Oh, oh, I'm not I'm not happy about
1: that. No way. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're not happy about it, but you're doing it. You're joining us.
2: Well, if there is no other game which I can play with you guys, then
1: yeah. Well, yeah, we do we do try to organize organize stuff for play sessions. Um, which now seems to have a regular time on a Friday these days. Now we generally we generally start our play sessions at eight pm GMT or in this case eight pm BST because clocks. Um, <laughs> you know that's our that's our show where we play little party games or sort of just multiplayer games either competitively or cooperatively. Recently for the past couple of weeks we've been playing Kill Squad, um, the which is a an up to four player. Um twin stick shooter with melee characters, so it becomes a twin stick hack and slash. <laughs> um, that sounds good. So you know that's that's something that we've been playing. We've we we we, we did it as a one off play session. We were like, right, there's only three of us. What can we get that doesn't cost us all m- money? Yeah. And it just turned out that me, Dee, and Steph are all on Humble Bundle. Or humble choice, and, and Kill Squad has been on there. Was on there for April's selections, so we just all downloaded it. We're like, oh, we'll we'll, we'll give it a go. And yeah, Steph, Steph's right. We do need a fourth at some point because it, you know, like I say, it can go up to parties of four where the difficulty scales. Like a lot of these multiplayer dungeon crawler hack and slash sort of stuff, you know, more players, more difficult the game but generally better rewards for it. and it's got a nice little progression system in 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 form in the form of quests but it also has its usual looter shooter progression system of increasing or slightly increasing better gear and a you know a, a a difficulty system that bases off the average of that gear which in this game they call a vector so you know usual usual business each each item has a vector the average of all those items equals your character's vector, Yeah, a bit like you know, destiny and all and all that jazz, but yeah we've been we've been enjoying it, and you know we could could do more to so the point that this I should also explain this this is the last weekday live cast for those who are listening or those who do see this on Twitch, uh starting this Sunday. The the uh, help me, uh, the 22nd, no, 15th, yeah, this May. Sunday will be 15th, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, this Sunday, the 15th of May, will be uh, livecast 197, and going forward, livecasts will be on Sundays. The VOD and the audio versions of the podcast will still be coming out on a Thursday every week. So it gives me okay. even more it gives me even more time to just um procrastinate and not download the copy of the vod to um, <clears throat> um but um you know that works so in turn that that gives us a slot for Monday streaming that we can do. um there is nothing regular in that point. But it'll just be a case of if any one of us want to do something, i.e. with Kill Squad, we took the opportunity last week to just do a bonus play session because we just wanted to get through the game in order to sort of complete it um, to the point that we didn't want to just be filling it in the play session slot if there was going to be more, you know, there's going to be other stuff where we're going to be doing Jackbox games or Drink More Glurp, which is still the funniest game I've played in a long time and is hilarious. And just entertaining. I just love the, the concept of aliens watching human Olympics and trying to recreate Ooh. it. Um, but they misinterpreted how adverts and sponsors work. Mm-hmm. So so they they incorporate the, the 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 sponsors into the events. Um so the 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 the, the big X ex- um so, you know it plays a bit like Quab. In a sense it's a, you you play with a pad, you have to play with a pad, you can't play mouse and keyboard, and your characters have two ridiculously long arms and two little nubbin legs, and you control movement by rotating the left and right sticks sort of asynchronously from each other to make your character walk yeah. Mm-hmm. um and you know there's a lot of weird events but some of the some of the sponsors which are randomly generated in each of the events sort of modify the experience each time so one that's, one that's easy enough to explain is a a company called lavish bath bombs they've misinterpreted how bath bombs work and they use real bombs mm-hmm. so in the events as you're like doing whatever event you're doing bombs just drop from the sky and explode and send send you you know everywhere and there's another one called budget bear traps which um removes one of your aliens arms so you can only walk with one arm um you know and, and, and yeah i was like gonna that. say if this
2: if that kind of things will kill you straight straight up straight up or where they're they just you are basically like Losing half of your limp and you still keep going with a gross blood all over the place.
1: No, it's 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 family friendly. It it's family oh. friendly. All these like little cute little aliens that just have like little you know, sort of things and they've got like balls, they're like a weeble. Um yeah. except they do actually roll they and they don't they they don't really fall down. Um but yeah. So we've been having fun with that on PlayStation. But we want to sort of get back and sort of do the bigger um, bigger play sessions, the chat box stuff is always a hoot. Mm-hmm. Um, so with us having a pretty much regular time now or a sort of closer to regular time, it's sort of easy to do rather than me saying on a Friday right, when he's around are we doing this at midnight while I'm like absolutely knackered from work or are we doing it at 8 o'clock where I have some sort of semblance of what time is? You know, that sort of stuff. and And then we can take sort of like stuff that we may have played on PlayStation as a one off and put it on the Monday slot. So that's how that sort of works. But yeah, you've been you've been playing League of Legends. I'm just wondering whether you would appear in Team Fight Thursdays at any point. <laughs> no no pressure. No no, no pressure. I if you are willing fair, to carry if you're I'm... willing to carry me then
2: carry the team Oh well, well
1: we well we did. Did we see that last Scion game in Aaron? I'm a scion and I'm here to say I'm just gonna kill all the minions, just gain tons of health, and you'll never kill me anyway. Um, <laughs> um so you know, we'll just have you know, there's there's the, yeah, there's to the be, fun with that. To be honest, I did have
2: fun playing our with you guys.
1: That's that's the thing. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's 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 nice to have that fun, and uh, seriously, we'll drive that fun out. Yeah. Um. No. Um. <laughs> uh-huh. But. You know, I I feel at this point we'd need you to. Well, we would probably play a bit more of like Aram's off team fight Thursday, so you don't have to deal with our stupid stipulations and rules. Hello, Jaffer. Welcome to the podcast. You've you know, just been called out. Uh, how how is your evening? I'll say that while we keep going for for a minute. Um, my God. So, ah, oh, I I've got I've got ideas now for role playing not in my yeah. games. Of games that I am looking to, you know, uh, the next RPG to go along, and there's there's two, fold, I think I have my my set. So the first one I'm going to go for is whatever's coming out on Game Pass. Um, oh God, when like tomorrow there's a there's like an RPG that's going to be a pre like a prequel to another RPG that they're going to be bringing out. Um, where are we? So um where is it? What's How much it? is Game Pass
2: those days?
1: Game Pass is like $8.99, I think it is a month. Okay. But but I'm on like on Ultimate, which I think is like eleven ninety nine because I've got the Xbox as well, so it mm-hmm. makes sense to just you know jump between both. So here we go, where is it? Coming soon. Um oh Jesus. Eudon Chronicle rising. Is um, so it's like a side-scrolling RPG that's available in eighteen hours from when we're doing this podcast, and um, it ooh, it contains mild swearing. But because the game comes out tomorrow, do you know how long I've got to complete it? About a year, which will be better than what I left myself for Final Fantasy X. Fucking three yeah. weeks. So um, you can you
2: know, do it.
1: You know, Jaffa's playing. You know. New games. I'm having to play all the games quickly. Hey, Quickly. How far are, are you? <laughs> how how far are you? Uh, what's that? How far how am I?
2: How far... I'm... Yeah, I'm, there.
1: I'm... I'm in the end game now. Um, okay. on Sunday stream, I beat my white whale. Um, I beat Unileska, which is like the sort of the last major boss that you do before going into the end game bosses. One which is basically like four bosses back to back in in quotations. It's like you're basically on an airship and you've got to take out one fin then you've got to rest up, take out the next fin, rest up, take out the back of the, the creature and then you know, sin and then you take on, you then have a 16 turn timed battle Um you basically have 16 turns to beat Sin the boss, or it one-shots your entire party and games over. Uh,
0: it's, it's,
2: it's not that easy, is it?
1: No, 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 no. Because well, I mean, the idea—the is... the idea is like Unalesca is a skill check. Because a lot of the Final Fantasy X bosses were what, and Duncan would have confirmed on this. Is that a lot of a lot of the Final Fantasy bosses? um particularly the skill check ones are puzzle bosses as opposed to you know if you can grind you, if you can grind this boss you know you can you can do this like unilesca has three phases to her so normally you could just turn around and like you know all oh, right this this character's got you know 20,000 health all right cool you've took 20,000 health out by using all your overdrives the limit breaks of the game Oh wait, hold on! It's summoned a new a second phase, and now she has forty thousand health. Uh, where well, my overdrive's gone, oh no, What, man? um you know, or it's that's like, oh, right, I've, oh, oh i've just I've just managed to get through this this second phase is forty thousand. Oh no, she's back with sixty thousand health Help! um, you know, and if you don't do the stuff correctly, like in this case. The, the, they use the zombie status effect, which means that, as a zombie, you still take damage from getting hit, but you also take damage every time you attempt to heal. the Healing actually okay. kills you. Um, and so that's, that's a problem. However, in her third phase, she casts a skill called Mega Death, which kills anyone who doesn't have the zombie status effect. So, so usually you have to
2: cast zombie beforehand, isn't
1: it? Yeah, you have yeah, you have to like have the zombie status afflicted. Wait for Megadeth to be cast, then remove the zombie effect so you can all heal each other before she casts it again and it's like, oh god, yeah, that's great. Uh what I've done is probably overleveled and um just used a, an overdrive uh, used an Aeon to summons and just um, <clears throat> Wiped her off the face of the earth. I also just took Walker and just uh, you know, blitz balls everywhere. So you know, that's that's all. That's all. it's all great. Um, so uh, yeah. the Final
2: Fantasy games were never the easiest ones. I mean, yeah, you can definitely complete them. However, if you want to crank the difficulty, or not. Hmm. Uh, like, I was trying to be the first boss in Final Fantasy VII Remake.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII, VII Remake a, is like a different after, beast to seven anyway.
2: After an hour, I just gave up, basically. Ooh. I Ooh. couldn't defeat the boss on hard difficulty, and I was level 47 out of 50. Hmm i figured i figured yeah i would c- catch those other three uh free levers as i restarted the game is not it basically like game plus mm. uh no not a chance so i think it's like you said it's a kind of like a puzzle i will have to time it correctly the attacks i will have to equip appropriate materia mm proper limit breaks uh, um weapons and accessories to make it work basically
1: yeah yeah so yeah i mean yeah i mean a lot of yeah a lot of final fantasy bosses also come under um preparation so yeah. prep, prepping a fight before doing it is is very important you know in in final fantasy i've learned that very much in final fantasy 10 if you're going to be going into a massive boss and you haven't set up your overdrives for your party and your Aeons, you are not giving yourself the best chance. If you set up all your Aeons and your party to all have their overdrives, you've leveled out the playing field a little bit. If you've overleveled like I have, yes, you've just shit on the on the bosses, but still, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I've got a few days left to complete the damn game before it goes off Game Pass forever. I'm going to give myself every advantage I can get. So, you know, I want, I want basically my last stream of Final Fantasy X to basically be story mode. (laughs) It's just like, I am here to finish off the story. Let's go. So, uh, you know, that's how it was. Okay, I'm just looking at the chats and it says that Jaffa is uh, trying out Raid Shadow Legends. I have also played Raid Shadow Legends. If you if you enjoy it, cool. For me, not so much. Just something about the auto battling and the the gacha mechanics and stuff. It's it's it's, it's mobile fair, and it I don't know, a lot of mobile stuff has sort of messed me up a little bit. I mean, I'm trying to play and enjoy Puzzle Quest 3 at the moment, which people are everywhere are saying it's a great game. I think it's also a great game. Slowed down so much by, well, you don't have to pay for all these currencies, but but yeah, it speeds up the experience. It's a time saver. No, I want to play the game, not avoid the game. Time time savers, like yeah, well, well, right. Raid Raid came out on on mobile first. Well I'm I'm fine we're, we're with talking it about be, semantics here. To be
2: like as I said, a speed of the game, that's fair enough. However, I don't like when the developers slowing the game down on purpose. hmm So you can buy the XP packs.
1: Yeah. I guess I guess we're also slightly annoyed me. Um oh gee man I'm sorry. I, uh, did you get did you get um did you get some like allergies to microtransactions as well there, Darius? Sorry, just, must oh, be yes. must be must must be the weather. Must must be the weather. Squeaks. Um sorry, um it's
2: well it's 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 yeah, spring, so everything
1: Yeah. Yeah Everything is easier. Hay <laughs> hey, hey Viva, sinus infections, NFTs, um you know. Just just as 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 it thinks. I think what what also I guess what also put me off of sort of like playing more of Raid was It's adverts, man. YouTube adverts. Or like in app advertising that just comes up. It's like, Hey everybody, I'm here. I'm playing the hot new game that's come from America. It's called Raid Shadow Legends. Please try and level all these multiple characters with over thirty characters to choose from. You can have a really rip roaring time and I have not been paid to say this word for word. <clears throat> okay. Mm. Now that, now that,
2: and that's the reason I'm not downloading any more mobile games, especially if they are advertised.
1: Mm. I mean, I I know that we we are like we are the grain of sand in internet podcasts and Twitch streaming, but I think that there has purely put off any company from trying to press us a script to read and just saying, oh do you want to you, here's our brand new game. How much do I get from this? Well if you if you are an influencer and you get five hundred thousand subscribers, we might give you a rucksack. Yeah the word, the worst word on that is would. It is is could. Second word is rucksack.
0: Uh, Uh,
1: uh, Alright, Steffel, shill. Uh, Steffel, shill. um, Well,
2: I would not mind getting a rucksack for saying, hey, this is a great game, as long as we will literally enjoy the game.
1: Yeah, uh, I apologise about the video screen there like that. Sorry, I was just trying to... There we go. I was just trying to bring up some sort of news. um... So... You you before we talked about the pod, before we started the podcast, you talked about, because I said that I because of so lack of preparedness, I said I'd like brought up any news stories for this week. And you you brought up the Square Enix NFT thing of the maybe. You did. You they did got got all talk all, about Square, yeah, Square all Enix all... selling off their studios.
2: Oh yes, true. Yeah.
1: Yes. To, to join the blockchain craze, Um yeah. Embrace a group are basically looking at Square Enix and just going, "We, we, we lowballed you an offer of three hundred million, and you said yes." Are you? Are you? Are they? Are they? Are they? Are they mad? Are they? Are they mad? I mean, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, we'll pay you three hundred mil. You know, we're not going to be able to do anything with the. We're not going to be able to do anything with the makers of the highly successful Tomb Raider reboot. You know, we're not going. We're not going to be well, able. They to do, do.
2: They do have a really great IP, isn't it? We're not going. To,
1: we're not going to be able to do anything with the with the company should, that brought you well, Deus Ex.
2: The thing is, I'm not sure if how much you have read into it. Hmm. Uh, they selling the whole studios, not only the IPs.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the the studios and the, the studios, IPs in any current the stu- project they're working on.
2: Yes. And these stu- two some of the studios are in debt. So okay, Square Enix is getting three hundred mails in cash. But then the buyer
1: mm-hmm. which in this case is a ha-
2: Yes, they will have to Inherit six hundred millions of debt.
1: Okay, but so, if I remember right, Embracer already owns THQ Nordic and Gearbox. Yes, and yes, they're doing fine well, I at mean, the moment. I mean,
2: exactly. That, that, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so it's easy to say, yes, we are selling this for 300 million mil. No, we are selling it basically for nine hundred mil. So which, that's which even... more that yeah, even though it's freaking either a lot or not enough even compar considering that the how much
0: Fuji was bought for?
1: Um oh god um... A lot more. Yeah, yeah. Fer- and Fer- that's Fer- that's Fer- that's, Fer- that's Fer- an Fer- exclusivity Fer- deal again by, by Sony though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Which is weird. So, which is weird because Bungie keep keep like getting themselves out. It's like, oh yeah, we're we're Bungie. We're the Xbox crew. We you know we we we're think, Microsoft Halo blah blah blah. What's this independence yeah, no. in you know being independent? Oh, sign us up. Here we go. Let's go. Wait, we've been bought that, by Activision. That,
2: that's what I'm thinking. That's why that's why kind of like Square Enix want to sell that because they do not have the proper idea what to do with the studios with the games and might be some more internal chaos with the project therefore mm. they prefer to like sweep it aside
1: well this kind of come up last week when me and terry were talking about it in, in sort of in regards to is there something internally wrong going on at square enix that they're just going to fire sale their biggest Western IPs. Because uh, we have to say that, specifically Western IPs, they're not getting rid of their yeah. internal studios for no. Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. They're, they're staying in-house. And I guess to to, to a lesser extent, or to, to a lesser extent, he says to a lesser extent, to the highly convoluted Kingdom Hearts franchise. Um, and then again, the mouse probably helps a little bit with some of that.
2: Yeah. Well, as I said, um, Probably they have their own agenda with it. Mm. um they maybe feel better with their own market.
0: mhm well, so I mean... that's
2: why they saying the European stuff somewhere,
1: yeah, I mean, well, what was it that come up on this um is here Ah ha, ha, yes. We'll bring up this that since since Square Enix said they were buying it out, well, let's just bring up this link here, um, in our in our chat, um, but it's it's, it's Kotaku sort of brought this up, um, that Square Enix bought or went and in principle sold the <laughs> sold the IPs and the studios within twenty four hours of. The NFT market being at the worst it's ever been since it started, ninety-two percent lower than you know its peak, with eighty-five percent of its wall- of, of the wallets being inactive, according to the Wall Street Journal. Nice. So you know, in terms of in terms of timing, this could be the worst possible time that Sque- that Squeenix could have. Because I think, actually, yeah, I think me and Terry discussed it on the day that the news came out that Square Enix were doing it, because we did did the podcast on the Tuesday. And, yeah, by the Wednesday, what we had discussed was already outdated by Square Enix fucked up. (laughs) It's basically the headline that you could have really put. Spinning newspaper logo, Square Enix blanked up. (laughs) So, you know, but yeah, um... Jaffa Jaffa's in there, just like THQ and Enix selling. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just to just like I say, just to give you the thing on that, that Square Enix were basically getting rid of, um, IDOS Interactive, Crystal Dynamics, and who else would have been in that list? There would have been another, another studio that was in there.
2: Yes, there was the third one. Mm -hmm. There was, Um, there were three studios. Um... Yeah.
1: Idos Montreal and Square Enix Montreal, which basically has to, um, well, has to change yeah. its name. But now that frees up, that frees up for a very competent publisher to work with studios to make Deus Ex, Tomb Raider. I mean, I I'll take it this way. I'll I'll say it now. You know, for as much as Square Enix absolutely dropped the fucking ball on, uh, Mankind Divided, I would love to see another sequel. To to that lineage of Deus Ex games, I actually quite enjoyed them. I, I... oh yeah,
2: especially with the with the new tech which we have right mm. now. Uh, that might be really interesting to see anything.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, as long as, as long as cannot... doesn't make it. Sorry, go. Uh, on.
2: I was gonna say something, but I bite my tongue.
1: Oh okay, I was gonna say as long as they don't just sit there and just turn Deus Ex into a VR only experience, then then uh, I'm on yeah. board
2: no, I was going to say they cannot get worse than Cyberpunk. However, the Cyberpunk is actually is not bad game. It's it's in it's, overall. Yeah, it's, it,
1: it's they had
2: they had really bad start. Yes, definitely the worst possible start ever. Mm.
1: Oh yeah, but absolutely. on the contrary yeah, in terms of in terms of in terms of know because I know, I know this is your big CD project actual, Red fan.
2: But in in terms of the actual game, it's good. It's not the best. It's not. It will not. Mm. It's not above Witcher 3. Definitely not.
1: I was about to say. I was about to say when your bar when your bar for 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 comparing CD Projekt Red games is The Witcher Three. Yeah. Then it's you know it's it's a tough thing, and I'll, I'll say this as a person who couldn't quite get into Witcher Three. What little I played of it, I understood as a competent game and sort of good and good design, it just wasn't for me, really. Yeah. It's just you know, that's just, just how it is. But no, see,
2: th- th- the thing is, I do love games with story, I prefer to playing single player games with big stories. Mm-hmm. Uh So, let's see on the PlayStation sites um, Beyond the Soul, Heavy um, Rain, uh, Detroit Become Human, mm-hmm. uh, all the Telltale game. That's that's what I'm here for, basically.
0: Mm.
2: Uh, so when they have a big dro- story-driven games, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so Witcher 3, yes, was a really great, big story-driven game. Uh, cyberpunk was not, but I still enjoyed playing it because I think that that kind of like hacking, cyberpunk theme, that was kind of like first
1: played cyberpunk kind of game. Yeah, like cyber, like, the, what, like the, the, the sort of the world or the, the sort of the concept. The yeah, I've not I've genre. not played many of
2: it. I've mm-hmm. not played many of it. Uh, I did play a little bit of X, however, I could not get into it. Mm. Uh, so after a few hours, I was just no, that's not that for me. Let's let's move to something different. Uh, mm. So
0: yeah, overall.
2: Overall overall it's like Cyberpunk is an interesting game. However, I do think once we will see a new z Yeah. It I mean, will, it should be better mm-hmm. in terms of everything because it just it just fits the premises for it. Especially now when we there is a kind of like high demand for cyberpunk games.
0: Indeed. Indeed. So,
1: yeah, it's like, you know, like I say, it's just, it's, like I say, you know, be all looking forward to it. Like I say, I keep saying, like I say, come on, I wish for just sort of a conclusion to that Deus Ex arc, you know, because there's still a little bit more that, that could go on. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, see. Oh, we'll yeah. see what happens, we'll see what happens now that Eidos are off the leash again. Then, see, that yes, exactly,
2: that- I think that's the that's a really good thing to for developers for studios mm-hmm. to be independent to be able to do whatever they want because if you start putting the strings on creativity you just get a mediocre results
0: mm. yeah
2: because even even the even the programmers even the coders they are artists in their own way. They like to express themselves in the code. So if you start, you know, telling them, no, you cannot keep doing it, you have to change this, this, that.
0: Okay, fine, I will do it
2: because you're paying me, but I will not enjoy it. And if I'm not enjoying it, it will
1: be crap. Uh, we've got a Jaffa declaration here. Um, bring back Warhammer online.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, why not? You know
1: what? I would have liked that. You know, bring bring back Warhammer Online because what little I played of it during a very small beta test, I actually enjoyed. Um, It's a shame that every other RPG now has sort of um, took the idea of public questing because that was to me that was a sort of a unique experience that started for me with Warhammer Online. So the idea of doing your normal RPG stuff of going from A to B, collecting five bear asses and bringing them into, you know, a quest giver. But the idea of events that would just appear on the map and for people to sort of join and take part and get rewards based on how well they contributed was, was a, like a very novel notion. Then, then every RPG and their dog took the idea. Currently now you've got, you've got, um, Rift. Which does public events? You've got Final Fantasy fourteen. They do fates, which are basically public events, you know, and, and stuff like that. So you know, yeah, and and also there was there was nothing better than than having an orc just coming up and just saying, "Who's the boss? I'm the boss." Um, you know, so that would that would be that'd be great. I mean, let's be honest, my 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 username, my internet username, if not him again, is. You know, so sort of inspired by two things. One, it was a name that when people saw me in World of Warcraft, they'd look at me and go, "Oh, not him again." But then, when when it's when you know, sub, you know, when I've done subscriptions on Twitch and stuff like that, and you hear people shouting out, it's like, "Oh, look, it's not him again," and it's just like, "Yeah, there, there we go, that just works." And some people just go, "No, not no again." No, to again, It's like no, it's not him again. It's like, what do you mean, not him again? It's like, it's just say, not him again, but has a Warhammer orc, and you've got it. <laughs> oh, not him again. You know, it just, it just, it just works like that. Or as because some people played WoW a lot, you just speak like you're, um, like, um, what was it like a a human builder? Job done. Not him again. Something you're doing, um. So you know, so that's. Yeah, that's that well. will be your
2: name for for your D character.
1: Uh, probably uh, depends. Depends if I roll orc. <laughs> we'll go half orc. Uh, Is that to no, Please don't tell me that's a restriction. You can choose mode. who
2: you want to be. You don't have to roll for it.
1: Ah, uh, cool. I could look at being a you know like a half orc and just call him no no Tim again. So, no, what's your role now? <laughs> I mean, there, there was the other one. There's the immaterial joke, gamer's joke now. It's like, no, Tim, again? Um, so, anyway, yeah, we move on. Before I move on to more news, by the way, I kind of got sidetracked a little bit because we were talking about my rush to complete Final Fantasy X. The other set of RPGs that I was looking at doing, I have super Giant Games games on the brain mm-hmm. at the moment. So, I was just... Yeah. I was. I was just randomly listening because I was just trying to find some like music to listen to while at work, and I just started getting random video game soundtracks. And one of the soundtracks that came up was the Transistor soundtrack, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." I wonder if there's. That a Basti. Is- I wonder if there's a soundtrack for Bastion online. How many yes, games?
2: How is- many games they have? Okay, they have quite a few.
1: They have four. Uh,
2: yeah, they have four. I've played three.
1: Which one um, haven't you played? Pyre. Same. Or at least it's, I've not played uh, it to completion it like I played it, the other the other three.
2: Pyre, don't like it's. I don't know. I'm not sold on the idea of that game. I'm not sure mm. why. It just doesn't appear appeal to me that much. However, hey, this completed transistor. Three quarters through. Bastion completed God knows mm. how many freaking times? Oh.
1: God, um,
2: yeah, the, I did like Transistor, uh, especially for the first time when you play. I, when I played mm. it, however, I get to a certain point when it was too much of a puzzle puzzle to go forward, mm. and I couldn't be asked. And I couldn't be asked googling it how to oh, beat man. a certain part. It was I was like three quarters of the game, mm. and if I would like to start. Redoing the game right now, I will have to start playing from the beginning because I don't freaking remember controllers or the story. Yeah, uh, but but that was- yeah, we might we, we might we might do a challenge to to the that transistor well, game.
1: Well, this was well, I mean, yeah, this this was the thing that I was looking at, and maybe this could fill the sun the like the Monday slots or do something on this because I was just considering I can you know, I can always do with a co-pilot for role playing not in my game streams. There's so much actually that I've got in my head now, so. Then yeah, there's, there's finishing off Kill Squad. There's the doing the Danganronpa Romper series with Andrea and D. That we need to figure out at some point. And I'm now in my head because my other idea for role-playing nightmare games after doing Eukid um, and whatever well, we're doing, uh, Quar- uh, Chronicle, is to go through all the super giant games in order. Obviously, I'm never okay. gonna never gonna technically I'm never gonna technically finish Hades, but. Well- you know, because it's a roguelike, it keeps going. But yeah, Bastion. Oh god, I love that game. Um Transistor. I'm gonna be on the idea of saying I liked more than Bastion. Which is they which did. is saying something which is saying something because I love Bastion. Um I, I
2: love I love Bastion, I love the twist at the end. I'm not sure mm. if there is similar twist in transistor. I do have my idea. Well it mm. can
1: not be. There is, uh, yeah. There's, 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 there's good story beats. I'll just try to keep it so yeah, well, for you on it's, there. It's good, really, good story beats.
2: I did really like the idea of Soul being trapped in the freaking soul, basically. Yeah, in
1: in in basically and, what is a giant sword-like hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, a pyre, but Yeah, the... I don't think I give. I don't think I give a fair shot. So I'd like to. Sort of give it another go. I guess and this is probably where you're sort of like where you, you, you were on this is it was so different to what had come before, in fact, and what come after. Because basically, let's let's go. Pyre, uh, everything but Pyre is an action RPG of some sort. Some sort. pyre is well, as, as as the audio producer or the audio director at Supergiant, Darren Corb said himself, it's basically wizard basketball. It's mythical wizard basketball. And it's different to all the others. It's not an action RPG, it's a sort of a a sports strategy game with mystical overtones. Yeah. So, you know It does
2: it does catching a glimpse of their trailer.
1: Yeah. Mm. (laughs) But, you know, like what I did with the with the Mike Biffle games, because I did all but I think I did all but um, the John Wick game, which I may go back and actually just do. So I went through the entirety of the Biffle Games catalogue, which was Thomas was Alone, Volume, um, Subsurface, and Quarantine Circular, and then I finished it off with um, with the Solitaire Conspiracy, which is just very weird because sort of every single one of those games is completely different. Thomas was Alone was a platformer involving. Um, well, four-sided shapes with personalities and names. You know, which was just a, sort of an odd thing. Um, you know, Volume was a stealth game based off or sort of a futuristic retelling of Robin Hood. Um, I heard of
2: Volume. I'm, I didn't play that, by I
1: Give it a try. There's, you know, certainly give it a try. It's easy enough to pick up. Um, subsur- subsurface circular and um, quarantine circular were basically text-based adventure games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, subsurface was had a, had a puzzle element to it. Um, quarantine circular had a had a sort of a choices matter element to it. Um and it was one of those choices matter games where a choice that you make early on in the game determines you ending a lot later down the line. Um Solitaire Conspiracy, well, it, it's solitaire. It's not the solitaire that you would normally play. It's not the the usual, you know, seven stacks with cards and uh uses. Yeah. Um, or what was it called? What's it called? Crooks and alleys or something like that. Um so it's a different type of solitaire and you know, like spider solitaire and tripeaks and you know well solitaire like is that.
2: basically trying so- to sort things out
1: well solitaire is just basically single single player isn't it that's what basically yeah. the, the card game comes down to but that's that was the variant on it but I like the idea of a for solitaire card game with a heavy spy theme mm-hmm. and it and it had um it had greg miller as the as the main video actor you are. um which it then also had you know also also had others um the name of the um which there's the fact that um solitaire conspiracy ties into the volume universe the, the fact that they, that's the, that's the point of it that's the reason i played them all because it was basically what I'd called the biffle verse so nice. thomas was alone was all about ais gaining sentience those ais Were then used in volume to run the the volume, which was the VR, so the the AR headsets, and then they became human, um, in a sense. So they became like they got rights just like everyone else, which Subsurface and Quarantine Circular talk about, you know, much further down the timeline in those games. And Solitaire Conspiracy, you recruit one of the decks of cards contains Loxley, the protagonist of volume. That's why I didn't I remember now, that's why I didn't t- touch John Heck uh, John Wick Hex. Because it's not it wasn't part of the Biffleverse unless suddenly John Wick oh, helped okay. Loxley out of prison, you know. <laughs> Maybe I'll just have to play it, but yeah that's why I that's why I did that. But what got me into wanting to play um the Supergiant games is I'm actually watching the They've been out for ages, I just not got round to watching them. Yeah. But the, the the documentary channel No Clip. They okay. do the video game documentaries. They followed um Supergiant through the entire early access period of Hades. And did like a it looked like a six part uh, six part documentary called Developing Hell <laughs> Which I, I like the I like the sort of the the you know, I like the the context of it, it's just like, oh no, look, it's like development hell. No, 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 they're just developing hell because you know Hades and and Is in so, so I was like, I'm in, the, I'm in the middle of the second episode of that where they're sort of talking about, you know, they've just they've just launched the game secretly because they didn't announce anything until it appeared on the Game Awards. And then they're just now, they're in the episode just talking about their patching cycle because it's the first time they've ever done something like this because they explain. With all the three games beforehand, it was basically produce it, take a whole load of time doing it, then and ship there it. Go. And then patch it You know, when there's anything broken. It was a completely different experience for this 20-person studio to be going through the through the early access route when that's something that probably studios their size would have started with with their first games not what they did four games down the line so I sort of you know enjoyed, enjoyed think, watching that a little bit I mean there's I think there's hey be...
2: this is, is also more complex than the games beforehand maybe that's mm-hmm. why they kind of like released it on the early access so that people play it let's hear the feedback Let's see what's wrong with the game, what's broken,
0: mm.
2: and keep fixing as we go. Because, as you said, twenty people studio, and hey, this is a very complex game because you have lost. What do you call them? Buffs.
1: Yeah, that boons. I think they call them. Don't boons. They, there boons. you go.
2: Yeah. Well, so they just... had to literally make sure that one do not break the other. Mm.
0: Well, let's think of it this sometimes way as
2: you can well. you, you can you can do many sim you can simulate it a lot on Excel or another kind of like calculating application. However, once you give it to the people, mm. they always find find things to break.
1: Yeah, well, I mean the, the 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 thing that I had on this what for me what made it com- what made Hades more complicated than anything that came before it was what is it what's the when you think super giant games. What's the sort of the thing that you think of? What's the first thing you think of when it comes to them? And for me, it's it's Probably. basically re- reactive narration. And yeah. So it's this this sort of like the idea of being told part of everything the story yeah. as you experience it, as opposed to just this linear sort of sort of narration. And you know, so Bastian, there's reactive bits that you may never hear because you may never fall off the map. So Rooks, the narrator on that, won't won't explain Oh and the kid just fell to his death. Oh, I'm kidding. You know, and stuff like that. And Transistor had the same sort of the sort of narration that you were basically being guided through the game as you went. higher made things a little bit more complex because of the sort of the whole idea of the of the game, you know, you you're this person who's been exiled for the crime of being able to read. That's your character is called the reader. So it's like, your crime, you are punished to life in exile in this underworld. Because how dare you know how to read? How are we supposed to control someone who can actually read our laws? Um, But you recruit the other exiles in the game and you play this wizard dodgeball, wizard basketball thing with the idea that once you complete it, if you successfully complete it, one of the exiles that you've been nurturing and coaching can then go back into the overworld for the purpose of starting a revolution and ending this stupid practice and but the idea is that there's so many permutations based on which exiles you you know you get whether you succeed and fail in each of the matches whether you actually manage to succeed in getting someone into the overworld and which people you send to the overworld to then cause the ending in the game, there's so much narration in there. And in Hades, there's always something new. There's new bits of dialogue for every scenario. You've got Hypnos basically sitting there and 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 describing to you the brutal way that you died in the previous run. You've got you've got Hades himself slagging you off for being his unruly child and stuff like that. You've got you know, you've got all these these characters, all with this. You know, with tons Nyx. of dialogue. I
2: love the Nyx character.
1: Yeah, so Nyx is in there. The 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 Furies, when you fight the, them. Yes. Um. Even something as simple, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't know. You can say spoiler one and enough, but if you played Hades enough, and you know, you 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 get there. The the um Lernian Bone Hydra, the second boss once you've fought that enough times, Zagreus gets just the idea of just nicknaming him Lurney. <laughs> and so for every future run, it doesn't say Lurney and Bone Hydra. It just says Lurney, comma, the Hydra. So, that, like, you know, it's just stuff like that just changes as it goes. So, yeah, after... Yeah. After, after that-
2: a thousand runs, I'm pretty sure you will still Find something
0: new,
1: yeah. Basically, on this point, <laughs> if it's like, if you're if you're like, say, you've played a thousand runs, or you know, like you say, you playing, you played enough runs, and you meet Zeus, and he still provides you a line of dialogue that's new, even though you run all your, you do all your runs with Zeus and and Aphrodite as your, you know, as your two uh, gods Man, to to do your run yeah. with. You know, that, there's a lot of work on that, so you know, it's just, ah, yeah. Basically, after this RPG, I think we're going to go through all these, through all these super giant games, and just, just enjoy them again. Through you know, be be it you know, be yeah, it the dialogue, be it the narration, completely... be it the soundtrack. Just,
2: they're very enjoyable games. Every mm. single one of them is just.
1: Yeah, like I said, yeah, like I, Pyre, Pyre just didn't work for us. But no. I, I'm more than happy to. I'm more than happy to give it another shot. Um, he was a basketball shot. Right. So we are. Oh, we are overrunning on this podcast. So I'm going to do. Oh quick, yes, we are. So I'm just going to do one one very very quick piece of news. I'm not going to talk about the NFT board ape uh, stuff because remember when it comes to when it comes to NFTs. We do
0: this.
1: (laughs) And that's how that comes along. Actually, yeah, there is one thing. Just to remember that the guy who bought Jack Dorsey's first tweet for $2.6 million, you know, being unable to make even $14,000 for it, and then saying, um, obviously, I'm not going to sell it because I need to find someone who's more worthy. Worthy. (laughs) Na, 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 na. <laughs> and don't I even try. It. And you know, if this ends up somewhere in the internet, it will be on the internet somewhere. If some NFT crypto bro finds this and goes, "You just don't know the benefits of NFTs," and if you can't provide me with one single benefit, why should I care? Smug face enabled. Anyway, um, this is this is a I'm on sp- that bombshell. Well, very, very quickly, this is a very odd one. Um, I'm going to add it to the list. Um, Basically, um, hmm, as a way of saying this? Personal opinion, uh, abortion rights are human rights. Simple enough. Uh, Wordle, we know that game, Wordle, the game where you had to guess a five-letter word, and then uh, if you got the letters correct, it would put them in the right place, and you had six attempts to get the five-letter word. Well, it turns out the New York Times... And this this was in the PC Gamer article um, an hour ago, but this appeared on Sky News earlier on this afternoon. Um, the original answer was due to... was had to be changed. The original word... The New York Times had to be changed... or had to change it. Due to the fact that the word was t- for today was going to be... fetus. The New York Times uh, changed this answer uh due to the current cor- uh, the current ongoing row between the um, you know between the Supreme Court and sane well adjusted human beings in regards to overturning their anti abortion legislation or the the anti illegal abortion legislation. So um you know Supreme Court fucked up people's wordle just like they're fucking up people's lives. Sorry, I've got nothing else to say on that other than No. Nope. <laughs> there's nothing uh, else other, to say. Other than just... other than, you know other than you know, human you know, human rights. Though I guess I guess there is I guess there is the one thing I'll leave on this. So there was um someone who posted a tweet a tweet that you know that talked about they posted a couple of pictures of of fetuses. And they were like tell me look at these look at these pictures and tell me these can these are you know capable of intelligent life and um, you know able to do stuff and a user underneath responded yeah well they could grow up to be um to which the original poster then responded with the following uh the images were of a dog and an elephant and on that bombshell it's time to uh, time to move to actually our very very last feature of the, of the thing very quickly. Here it is. It's a recurring feature. Has anyone here played Elden Ring this week? Wait. Um, sorry, oh, that's on. because it was just online. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's the has anyone here played Elden Ring this week? Uh, Darius. No. Ah, cool. Well, what I'd, I'd like to say is also no, um, because the price point's not there yet. Uh so that was that was our feature. Has anyone here played Elden Ring this week? So uh Seriously, yeah.
2: that's your excuse, price point.
1: Uh yeah, price point, because I'm not paying I'm not oh, paying God. massively full price for a game that I would probably get frustrated off and throw metaphorically speaking, because everything's a freaking download these days. Um So uh yeah. I I guess I just have more fun watching people plug on through that game people are damn sight more patient than me and you know succeed so you know that's how that works right there enough false finishes we're going to wrap the podcast up so uh, if you enjoyed this Hello. please please um you know share it round round the world um you know if you if you if you've just come in and saw what the hell is this um but you want to see more of it please you know give us a follow on twitch um and you'll know when we're going live, we pretty much have a stream almost every day of the week. Um, Probably starting from next week, we'll most likely have a stream of some sort every day of the week uh, between our group of of crazy human beings. Um, And if you are watching this on YouTube instead, you can always, you know, go to the Twitch afterwards. Um, But we do have a YouTube where we put the VODs of the games up, plus some original Let's Play series as well. Um, so still currently, there's Duncan and Andrea doing a run-through of Super Mario Odyssey in a speedrun attempt. Not an official speedrun attempt, but a speedrun attempt. And uh, there's me still plugging through all the fi- uh, the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, getting near the end of Mass Effect 2 now. I've almost recruited everyone. And Aris? And soon, d d Soon, yeah, soon. D&D, when we can figure it out. And get that all sorted. Um, but yeah, we stream multiple, we stream different games all throughout the week with variety stuff. You know, um, so yeah. And the, the podcast in audio form is available everywhere you can get a podcast. Pretty simple. So, uh, from myself and Darius, have a very good My week. Day yeah. and week. Um, and and our next live podcast, like we say, the next livecast will be on Sunday, the 15th of May. In the next six days. Yeah. So, we'll see you later, guys. Toodaloo!